So where I saw that I can still be a mentor or a facilitator to the budding language teachers like our students, plus I can be a good support for the little teachers um, and, and help them secure their enrollments uh, because I suffered. And uh, so I don't want uh, my colleagues to suffer. You're listening to Speaking of Language, a podcast recorded at the Language Resource Center at Cornell University. Each week, we explore a topic related to language pedagogy and second language acquisition. This week on Speaking of Language. We meet Ahmed Shamim, the new academic programs coordinator, joining our team at the Language Resource Center. Happy New Year, Speaking of Language listeners. And welcome to a brand new season of our podcast, the lucky number 13. We are kicking things off with a special guest. Our LRC team has a new member. Dr. Ahmed Shamim is the new academic programs coordinator here, and we are excited to introduce him to the world. Welcome to Speaking of Language, Shamim. And welcome to the LRC. Thank you for having me. So we always like to start out our podcast by asking our guests about their background and experiences with language and language learning. What does that look like for you? Well, um, I uh, for the last uh, eight years, I was teaching um, Bengali at UT Austin mm-hmm. um, in three uh, levels, uh, elementary, intermediate, and advanced. And plus, I was uh, also teaching another course uh, called History, Politics, uh, and Culture of Bangladesh. Um, and also some... Um, 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 uh, in independent studies and mm. conference courses. Uh, so uh, before that, I was a literature teacher. I taught uh, English literature in Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. And um, because my first master's was uh, in um, English literature. And, you know, as a South Asian student, we have a couple of MAs all the time <laughs> when we go to the West. Uh-huh. So uh, after coming here, I started um, my MA in um, linguistics and mm-hmm. then continued to PhD. While doing that, I started uh, uh, this uh, language teaching job at uh, different universities um, here in, in the U.S. and also in Bangladesh. Like I started off with uh, teaching CLS students um, in Bangladesh, um, the uh, critical language scholarship by mm-hmm. the U.S. government. Uh, and then I ca- came here, uh, did uh, teaching uh, over the summer at Sasli uh, U-Medicine, mm-hmm. and then um, also taught some courses like linguistics uh, 101 at uh, LaGuardia. So, uh, my teaching career was language, literature, and linguistics mm-hmm. uh, uh, around that time. Uh, and then after completing my uh, PhD, I focused on uh, only on lang- uh, language teaching. Mm-hmm. And I also taught myself uh, different languages uh, along the way. So growing up, I... Um, like it was a like, passive listener of Hindi, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Hindi movies. So uh, that was my, I would say, first, second language. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then also English. Uh, it was um, in the beginning of like elementary school. We mm-hmm. get some English. Uh, nice. But it is like uh, mostly 
translations, mm, okay. uh, high schools and uh, intermediate, um, I mean college. So it was basically grammar translation. Mm-hmm. So it talk, took a lot of time. Uh, but other than that, like uh, other languages, like I using modern technology and apps uh, mm-hmm. and resource centers like uh, LRC. Yeah. So um, I taught myself... Uh, uh, no, I took formal lessons for uh, French, where uh, with Alias Francis in Bangladesh, mm. they have a small language lab like mm-hmm. this, uh, where we can go, like, use the audios, sure. uh, audio lingo uh, method they were using then. And now I'm teaching myself Spanish cool. through uh, uh, different apps mm-hmm. and um, resources uh, mm. online. Yeah. Nice. Wonderful. That's when, cool. When you were uh, getting your your masters in English literature, did you have a, a focus or, or something you were particularly interested in? I'm just asking as a former English major. <laughs> yes, I actually loved poetry. Um, yeah? Yes. So I am a failed poet. So. Oh well, don't say that. You are a poet. <laughs> I still try. <laughs> yes, so you are so, a poet. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, um, the romantic poets uh, attracted me mm-hmm. the most, uh, especially uh, Keats. Yeah, um, and also uh, in one uh, on one hand Keats, the other hand Coleridge. Yeah. Um, so, um, and they are very good with language. Yes. Right. Mm. So, oh, without a yeah, doubt, they actually created uh, an uh, an interest in me uh, in pursuing language studies, mm-hmm. uh, and then I. Um, they took uh, linguistics 101, and uh, from then I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, next time I enroll for another MA, it will be linguistics." So that transition came from the poets. Yeah, nice. how they, how they play with the language. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, cool. So, what got you excited about working at the LRC? Yes, that's a very good question because I have uh, two. Um, uh, two things to tell, uh, share about in response to that mm-hmm. questions. One is um, professional and another is personal. Sure. So I was actually looking to uh, a, a job in the East Coast my, because my family um, mm-hmm. and um, my wife teaches at Cornell. Um, so that was um, Cornell and the uh, East Coast, but why LRC? That is professional. So... Um, as a, a little, like, less commonly taught uh, um, languages teacher, so I always felt that it's always under threat. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, enrollment um, is a constant um, problem. And as a, as a language teacher, I want to be secured, right? So, sure. Um, and we didn't have where I taught. The university that I uh, universities that I taught, they did not have these kind of uh, resource centers where we can have programs like uh, shared course initiatives. Mm-hmm. So we can like t- take care of the problems of the enrollments if we collaborate with uh, other institutions, other t- uh, uh, sure. universities. Then, um, if I had that opportunity, um, I always felt that. Um, uh, uh, a teacher of uh, less commonly taught uh, languages should uh, have this kind of opportunity where they can collaborate and um, secure their enrollments. So, um, and also I was 
Um, I taught for language teaching is like eight years here in the U.S., including other in Bangladesh and all. Mm -hmm. So it's like over a decade. Uh, so um, I thought I have some insights. Um, sure. And I want to share with other um, instructors and uh, be their support. Mm -hmm. And also, um, like I was teaching Bangla uh, primarily for a long time. And I was, pedagogically, I gathered some insights mm -hmm. and technologically I learned uh, learned um, some things that I want to share now. And I think LRC is uh, the place I checked there um, before I applied. I checked the programs like uh, SCI and um, LSE, mm -hmm. uh, Language Across the Curriculum, and also Jumpstart mm -hmm. courses. So where I saw that I can still... Uh, uh, still um, like um, be a mentor or a facilitator to the budding language teachers, like yeah. our students. Um, and um, plus I can be a good support for the little teachers mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and to help them uh, secure their enrollments mm -hmm. um, uh, because I suffered. In, uh, so I sure. don't want uh, m my colleagues to suffer. Mm. So that was my... Um, actually encouragement uh, to come to uh, LRC. Nice. Well, and we're delighted to have you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so we brought you on here to coordinate our academic programs. Um, what are you most looking forward to in your new role? The three areas that um, I will be overseeing, uh, one is a shared course initiative. And I already started uh, communicating with Columbia and uh, Yale and they are very supportive too. And uh, this is where I feel that oh, I'm doing some differences mm -hmm. like here uh, with the, with the students like of three different universities. So mm -hmm. I I feel like now my area is big, like work area sure. is big, like it's not confined to one language. Um, so I will continue to do that. I will, um, I will try to uh, um, all possible ways. I will try. Um, to uh, encourage students into into uh, language uh, learning. The other thing is language across curriculum. And for the LAC initiatives, I'm looking forward to meeting the new um, TAs, the students who will be instructing those uh, uh, one-credit courses that are tied to uh, a parent course. Uh, and this will be a new experience for me, um, because teaching uh, a course uh, in in entirely target language here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. is, is 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 very important culturally important and uh, also politically important. We want a multilingual society where sure. uh, we need the language in in use, not just I learned the language and that's it, mm -hmm. uh, confined in the personal conversation. No, I want to. Um, like use it in the in the in the professional level, so I that will be uh, my at the same time my learning and also exploring and I will look forward to contribute uh, wherever I can um, apart from uh, being a facilitator. Also, my insights from uh, language teaching, um, language um, culture, politics, uh, and and uh, history of Bangladesh which I taught in English, but this will be a new thing uh, for me to know that 
similar courses can be mm-hmm. uh, designed in 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 Bangla. Mm-hmm. I will advise our uh, Bangla, Bengali instructors here, um, and also similar thing that uh, other languages, uh, other um, parent courses. Uh, if we can advertise this, that hey, can we create a, um, a small course, a one-credit course, uh, in uh, from that parent um, mm-hmm. courses? Can it can be government, it can be uh, linguistics, it can be sure. African studies. Um, but since uh, so many students are learning different languages, they. Sh- they should have an opportunity to use mm-hmm. those languages exactly. in in, uh, in curriculum and also in uh, mm-hmm. that would lead them to professional activities. Yep. Uh, yeah. yep. Great. So thinking about language education and Lictals in particular, what suggestions or tips do you have for language learners and also for language teachers? How can they improve their skills? So uh, before it was difficult uh, to learn a, a, a less commonly taught uh, language. Like if the instructor is not there, then uh, you cannot. Sure. Like you enrolled in elementary and then you cannot go to intermediate. Mm-hmm. So uh, now there are resources all around. So you, you uh, as a student, if you want to uh, pursue learning a little uh, then you you look around and you see uh, resource centers around and uh, initiatives that are focusing on um, little, like less, less commonly taught languages. Like, for example, LRC uh, has a big focus on um, promoting um, less commonly, commonly taught mm-hmm. uh, languages. So um, there are um, language labs where you, and there are some apps to help. Uh, then when you are not in classroom, there are um, resources. You just need to uh, communicate and mm-hmm. uh, communicate your requirement, your needs, and then there will be um, resources and people to help you. That will be my suggestions mm-hmm. to the learners and also to the instructors. Um, as I uh, told while well, uh, on a uh, as I told um, my experience, um, that uh, little t- instructors are not uh, as helpless as they were in mm-hmm. the past. Sure, sure. For the same reason that we have resource centers like LRC and mm-hmm. uh, shared um, course initiatives mm-hmm. like uh, that we have between the three um, universities like Cornell and uh, Columbia and Yale. So uh, there are other um, uh, collaborations too in the um, other universities. So we just want to look for uh, look for it and then mm-hmm. collaborate. And um, there are also resources in the terms of like a, um, research um, articles and sure. books. Um, recently, I came across a book uh, where um, it is um, um, it was based focused on how um, language initiatives like shared course initiatives uh, can promote um, the collaboration between little instructors and also uh, so that they learn um, the best practices of the business uh, now and um, and uh, grow 
as a as a uh, less commonly taught uh, instructors. Well, and here is a shameless plug for all of you listening. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is the publication you are referring to, but um, I just co-edited a volume that appeared with Routledge titled Sharing Less Commonly Taught Languages in Higher Education, Collaboration and Innovation. And that book is available open source. Hey. Woohoo! We like yes, it. Yes, I so. was actually referring to okay. that. I uh, read one uh, chapter uh -huh. from that book and it was based on, uh, focused on um, yeah, SCI. SCI. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but anyone interested in sharing Lictals um, or language collaboration and innovation in general, check out that book free online. Of course, you can also purchase a copy, but. We do like open source and free. We like open source and free very much. Yeah. Uh, Shamim, I know there's a story here about your name. Your name is Amin Shamim. You go by Shamim. Uh, could you share with us and our listeners uh, the story behind that? Oh, yes. That's an interesting story. Like when I came here, I knew that uh, in the West, um, people go by their first name. So many people call me Ahmed and I don't mind like outside where I just meet them once mm -hmm. but people that I share office space with or uh, like their colleagues friends then I tell them to call me Shamim uh, because actually my name was Shamim Ahmed uh, back in <laughs> Bangladesh but uh, since I told you that I was a poet and I published my writings uh -huh. in the newspapers, like um, uh, literary um, journals or literary pages uh, of, of uh, daily newspapers. So one of my friends were um, an, an ed editor of a uh, national daily. So he published my um, translations, poems and everything with the name uh, Ahmed Shamim because mm -hmm. there was another um, senior Shamim Ahmed in the business, uh, <laughs> so he he was um, uh, he was quite famous and writing uh, on the newspaper regularly. So to separate out me from that name, um, my editor changed my name to um, Ahmed Shamim. Uh, it was like around two thousands. So and then um, I liked it, and it caught on. People mm -hmm. knew me as Ahmed Shamim, <laughs> the poet, translator, uh -huh. um, and uh, short story writer. So I liked it. I liked the name. People liked it. So from then, I said, yes, I'm going to change all my academic <laughs> and legal papers. Um, and I did that yeah. before nice. coming here. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we are so glad to have you as a colleague and look forward to working with you. Me too. I mean, I look forward to working with you too. And I'm so happy I'm here. Yeah. yeah, we are too. So before we sign off, we'd like to ask you to share a word in a language that you speak, you love, you are learning, you may want to learn that doesn't exist in English, but you wish it did. What is that word? Yeah, that is a very, very interesting question because come. Yeah, I hear all the time um, that there are langu uh, some words in some languages and that cannot be translated. Of course, it, it is in one word. Um, it's very rare, uh, difficult to translate. But I can try to mm -hmm. tell you one word and from Bangla. I love 
Bangla language for its huge uh, like cultural heritage mm-hmm. and also um, specifically I want to tell uh, about a saint poet called um, his name is Lalon Shah mm-hmm. uh, he's like a Sufi uh, poet um, and a philosopher so his uh, poems attract me, attracted me uh, the most uh, and I knew that how powerful the language can be in, in the hand of a poet and a Sufi. Yeah. So, um, but um, in and uh, it's not from his poem, but it's uh, his his uh, subject matter. Uh, sometimes he uses the the story of Radha and Krishna. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but in the Radha Krishna literature. There is one word uh, called obhiman, mm-hmm. and um, that is people claim that um, it's widely claimed thing that it is not translatable in any language uh-huh. that they know. Um, I find it like partly true. Yes, it's very difficult because when we describe the word, it goes into a romantic realm. Mm-hmm. Um, where uh, Radha, like the beloved, is sulking or pouting um, because uh, the the lover uh, ignored something mm-hmm. that she values the most yeah. or something like that. And then she is offended, but in a romantic way. And she waits <laughs> uh, till... The lover comes and make amends and okay. says sorry, apologizes, and then everything happens. Like it resolves, mm-hmm. and then they are happy back again. Okay. So the whole uh, ordeal mm-hmm. uh, is uh, is centered around the wor- word abhiman. Mm. It, it started with Sanskrit. Abhiman is actually um, pride. Okay. Um, pride is. It's also man, which is like the value of a person. Mm-hmm. The root of the root is man. So <clears throat> what is your man is like my value. So people and also linguists, they come, they want to describe one of them is me, that actually this happens if you value yourself and somebody you love get, doesn't give you the same value, mm. you get offended. Mm-hmm. So Abhiman yeah. from pride, from value yeah. in Bangla, the new novelty, the new meaning is to get mad. Mm. How? Uh-huh. So <laughs> we wanted to track down this word that this is why it it changed, yeah, evolved. Yeah. Uh-huh. That okay, you did not give me the value that I uh, wanted from you. So I'm not going to talk to you mm-hmm. for like half an hour um, <laughs> <laughs> until you come and say, apologize yes, and yes. give me that value that uh, I wanted from uh, you. So that's right. Abhiman. Nice. Great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for speaking of language with us, Shamim. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Tune in next week to hear all about Open Doors English, a project of the Center for Transformative Action that empowers adult English language learners in Ithaca, Tompkins, and surrounding counties to live fuller lives. Until then, auf Wiederhören!
The Language Resource Center is located on the ground floor of Stimson Hall on Cornell's main campus in Ithaca, New York. Check us out on the web at lrc.cornell.edu. And follow Cornell LRC on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Speaking of Language is produced by Angelica Kramer and Sam Lupowitz. Recorded by Sam Lupowitz. Original music by Sam Lupowitz, Dan Gable, and Joe Gibson. Thanks also to the College of Arts and Sciences at Cornell University. As a reminder, the ideas and opinions expressed on this podcast do not reflect those of the College of Arts and Sciences or any other official entity of Cornell University. We thank our listeners, and do stay tuned for our next episode.